Hey, it's Mike. Nathan, great to meet you, man. Thanks for calling in. Hey, you too, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. I won't keep you too long. I want to talk about the album and get your opinion on a couple things and uh, kind of learn about this band. And, uh, man, it's been kind of a whirlwind year. You guys just started, really, in 2018 and already have this killer album out and all these videos and everything going on. But uh, I got to, I guess, start with the age-old question. How did the band come together? So there's a lot of history behind that. Most of the guys in this band came from a band called Behind the Fallen. When their vocalists had split, I ended up joining prior to that. That's how we all met. Kyle was kind of done with September Morning, and then dudes were done with Behind the Fallen. They had talked about possibly doing something together, and it took me a while to come around, but eventually it all just came together that way. And uh, yeah, where we are. Made some killer music, man. I, another kind of, I guess, cheesy question, but being a radio guy in Dark Station and the killer artwork with the uh, the radio dial on, on the cover, where did the name come from? Oh, it's funny that you have that, because that's such a... Our actual cover looks uh, different. Ah. That was just kind of like a prototype, and uh, that's like a private SoundCloud link that we were sending out. It was to friends and stuff like that. And so we had ended up using that. That was like our first potential prototype cover, but it ended up being something different. Dark Station initially came from actually something that our producer had just kind of said he was thinking about, and we all really liked it, and it made sense. This was like, you know, more than three quarters of the way into the album that the band was named. And uh, yeah, it made sense. We loved it. It flowed. It just felt right. And um, yeah, that's, that's where it honestly came from. And then, is there someone in the band that's a uh, video producer? Because you guys make some killer killer music videos, like the one for Obvious, some amazing looking videos. Um, thank you, man. Uh, no, there's nobody in-house right now that's doing that. Uh, we, hi- we hired uh, two different people. So for Heroes, um, No Life, and Villain, those were all shot in North Carolina by a guy named Erez Bader, and he was the one that did those three. And then Obvious was actually done here in L.A. by a guy named Robin Reinstadler, who also had done a music video for Behind the Fallen when I had joined. So yeah, he's come a long way. We're really happy with all the videos. Obvious is definitely one of those darker, creepy type videos that we really we really fell in love with. So. Yeah, I like that, that that creepiness. That's a good word for it. Like, I feel like that's something yeah. they're definitely bringing out. And uh, speaking of bringing it out, are any, any uh, live dates or local dates, anything coming up? up and anything in the works uh yeah we're um you know we want to tour as much as possible that's i think that's the main goal for us right now is just to tour as much as humanly possible in that year and we have a couple that we're working on right now nothing concrete yet but as soon as we know we'll go ahead and post it everywhere i think we're probably planning on doing a couple tour runs before playing you know a hometown show the way we're kind of going about it so do the tour and then come home and play some hometown shows? Yeah, I mean, I think we just want to get all the all the, the rust out by the time that we actually play here. I think that's kind of the goal. And you guys are, like, L.A.-based. Whereabouts exactly? I actually live in, like, South Orange County, kind of, like, by San Clemente and Laguna Beach area. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then everyone else lives, like, in Anaheim and Buena Park, like, just around that area. Oh. Right close by. How funny, man. Yeah, it was just at San Clemente last night at that, like, uh, that restaurant with the, it's, like, in a train station right there by the train tracks oh the fisherman's wharf yeah yeah yeah, it's a popular spot that's funny so you guys are orange county band then essentially uh yeah i mean i I would assume so yeah i grew up kind of like near paramount and like in that la area all the way there from like la habra 
So, I mean, I've, I've kind of been all over, lived in Arizona for a short time. And then Kyle is actually from Indiana, so he's not even, not even from around here. But Now he's camped out in Orange County. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Just showed up one day. <laughs> Speaking about, you know, future plans and the new year and wanting to tour and everything, are you the type of guy that does, like, the New Year's resolution thing? Um, you know, I kind of set New Year's resolutions for myself, like, at all times of the year, I swear to you. There's times where I'm like, like even just, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I just like, I'm gonna stop drinking. And I stopped drinking. <laughs> I just kind of do whatever I feel like I need to, you know, break from. If I need a break from something or if I kind of need to fix something in my life, you kind of just, I realize it's easier to just do it. Right. So I, I wouldn't say I'm too, um, too interested in the uh, superstition of like, <laughs> you know, having a New Year's resolution. But I mean, it's, it's fun. I get it. Totally get it. No, I'm with you though, man. I, like, you don't have to wait till the calendar, a certain date on the calendar. Just do it, you know, when you want to get it done. Yeah. If anything, make it a jump start. So when someone asks you, you can be like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this, and you've already been doing it, if nothing exactly. else. One other uh, thing, just kind of an annual thing, everyone doing like a, a top 10 album you know of 2019 i won't make 10 out of you but if you think back any any album besides your own of course but any album that you want to give a shout out to that that uh blew your mind this past year oh man there are so many of them honestly if i had to say they're from like all kinds of different genres of music i'd probably say uh bring me the horizons amo was on the top of my list for for album releases um nf's newest album was also really 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 good and there's been a lot of singles too not necessarily albums but like Footnot's album was, was fantastic yeah love the new album and there, there was a lot of people that were, that were releasing singles and not necessarily like EPs or, or albums that, that came out that were really good like Falling in Reverse's new single uh, Popular Monster actually really really got me uh, Bad Omen's new single that they just released I thought was honestly one of the best things I've heard from them so yeah there was a lot of not albums that I was digging you know like just singles and stuff like that but uh, there's definitely been a lot this year so I think I I think it's a good year for rock. You know, Post Malone's new album, that's another one. Post Malone's new album just shredded. Like, I can't even. It was so awesome. I uh, a lot of good talent out right now, though. Maybe we get that rock revolution. Finally, the, the pendulum kind of swinging back towards rock music because it's been way too long in the pop side for way too long. <laughs> Well, I think people are missing live instruments. I mean, look at look at Machine Gun Kelly, for instance, you know, adding a live band to what he did. Uh, Ed Sheeran, you know, making that total powerhouse song with, like, Bruno Mars and Chris Stapleton, you know. I mean, you got rock instruments just edging their way back in even to the, you know, the pop artists and the R&B artists. Like, I feel like it's just, it's inevitable. And once, uh, once Ozzy started working with Post and Travis Scott, I, yeah. I kind of I kind of thought I was like, this is it. This is where it this is where it starts. Yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Let's bring it back to rock. You know, speaking of rock and, and, uh, not quite going back to Ozzy's era, but I wanted to go back and, and talk about some bands and play a little fun little music game. I like to play with everyone I talk to because ultimately that's what we are. We're all music fans. What you do, what I do. We love music. That's why we devote our lives to this in, in our own unique way. So I'm going to put some bands in a category and kind of make you pick your favorite out of the list not that it's bands that could tour or anything like that i just want to know your favorite the number one out of the list and i'm going to go back to the 90s and for what i've encapsulated 90s rock as i like to call it the flannel five (laughs) all right let's do it so the flannel five is going to be it's going to be nirvana pearl jam stp stone temple pilots soundgarden or alice in chains who would be your numero uno of the flannel five? Ah, uh, 
between Nirvana and Soundgarden. Love the rest, but I'm going to have to say Nirvana. Nirvana is numero uno. Why? Why? Tell me why. Growing up, I found out about them before I knew who Soundgarden was or, you know, any of the others. Stone Temple Pilots I had heard through my grandfather, like, years after I knew who Nirvana was, you know. And I feel like they just influenced me the most growing up because I had latched onto them first, you know. Like, it's different when you grow up with a band and then you grow, like, like my kids, for instance, might grow up listening to Lincoln Park, but they didn't grow up with Lincoln Park. Right. Know? It creates a different sort of attachment. Totally. Pick a, uh, pick a Nirvana tune for us to play on the radio. <laughs> Great me. <laughs> Perfect, man. We'll rock rate me for you then. You had touched upon it. Yeah, Linkin Park. They're kind of next of the next grouping of bands, which I like to call the new metal six pack. So that'll be Linkin Park. That'll be Corn, Rage Against the Machine, Slipknot, System of a Down, or Disturbed. <laughs> These are all bands I'm like, oh, I used to be obsessed with. Uh, I'm going to have to go Lincoln Park, though. I thought you were going to say that, man. Just listening to the tunes and stuff, I thought, oh, I bet you he does Lincoln <laughs> yeah. Park. But I imagine Chester, a big influence on you. Mike Shinoda as well, too. Phoenix, like all the dudes there. Mr. Han, like, I think if it had not been for them, I wouldn't have started playing guitar and wouldn't have even really discovered rock music when I did, you know, because they came out in, like, 97. That's when they started working on Hybrid Theory. And again, it's, it's not even based around, like, I love every single band you just named. It's just, it's not based around, like, musicianship it's more based around like I just discovered them at a time that was crucial to me getting into that type of music they've opened doors for me that allowed me to find bands like Kill Switch Engage and Slipknot and you know what I mean so I'm just gonna have to go do that one to them for sure I feel like we need that another Linkin Park to be that big crossover band because they did break down so many boundaries and touch on so many different genres and just open up a whole new world pick a, a Linkin yeah. Park tune for us to play on the radio probably say um Oh, I love that tune, man. That's a killer one. Yeah, <laughs> the music video even back then for what it was, it's pretty insane. Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned Kill Switch. I'm, I'm trying to come up with like another one. I'm still not 100% sold on that. But if I do like the next one, it would have to be like Metalcore for sure. And, you know, do seven. Wait, on, on who? Kill Switch Engage. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Metalcore seven or something. I still haven't, <laughs> I still haven't quite figured that one out. But let me let me run it by you since you're a fan. It would be Kill Switch, right? Lamb of God, Shadows Fall, Avenge Sevenfold. Maybe Avenge Sevenfold for sure. Uh, Atreyu. That's a good one. Um, I was thinking, like, God forbid, maybe As I Lay Dying. Yeah, As I Lay Dying would be a good one. Throw on there for sure. But Kill Switch would be be your number one on that one for sure, right? Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged, really? Kill Switch would be a close second. It's, it's another one of those things. There, there were, like, five bands that really, four or five bands that, like, really heavily influenced and shaped, you know, me musically. Probably way more than that, honestly, but if I had to pick five, like, four or five. And I'm sinful to just be one of those bands, you know, that uh, I had learned um, a lot of, like, Ying Boy and Malmsteen. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a Swedish guitarist, and I would learn his, you know, I got really good at guitar, actually, way better than, you know, any of my peers at, like, 12 years old. And I was playing Avenged Sevenfold by the time I was 13 on my little LTD with my Shadows Fall sticker slapped on there. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, what I'm Avenged talking about. Those, yeah, like, they were one of those bands that I just wanted to play everything that they played, and I didn't care how long and how hard it was going to be. I would just sit there and learn how to play their songs. They got me real into it, you know. Is that you shredding <laughs> on, I think it's Misery? No, no, no. I, 
I'm not as good as I used to be. Once I started singing, I, I stopped playing guitar so much. But I mean, I can still write and play, just not as you know, not as intricate as I used to. It's funny you mentioned Ingve because I I was at a show in Orange County with uh, Dan from Atreyu, Dan Jacobs, who does all the shredding in Atreyu, yeah. and we were watching an Ingve Malmsteen show one few years ago in in uh, at the Observatory and just having a blast watching that dude just shred like nonstop <laughs> with the big Marshall stacks behind him, just waiting yeah. for smoke to start coming off of his hands. Yeah, he had some really good um, sweet picking skills that I used to watch every single day. Dan has a great story too if you ever get the chance to get to ask him about his Yngwie story I will remember that because they're a huge influence on me so if I ever have the pleasure I'll definitely remember that that'd be a killer show the two of you now that I'm thinking about it here man <laughs> I could totally yeah, see that killer. Yeah, I just went to their 20th anniversary they were doing last month with uh, White Chapel. Oh, yeah, must have been nuts. Dude, so much fun rapping with you today. I totally appreciate the time. And, uh... Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight. On 96.7 KCAL Rocks, online at kcalfm.com. Adios!